0: Good evening, everyone. We back again for another one. Um, I've been given a lot of topics to talk about through a lot of my friends who are constant listeners of my podcast. Thank you for your support. Trust me. I love you guys. Um, but this one is is near and dear to me. I, I really need to talk about this, like all honesty, because... We are at a a cross paths with women's sports right now. Women's sports, for me, as an attendee excuse me, as an attendee with a lot of sports at different levels, especially women's, men's, um, athletics, uh, high school level, uh, youth level, college level, and of course the professional level, There's too many mixed signals going around that is not helping women's sports currently. Um, Women are put on a specific level for their beauty, for their brain, but not as far as their money and their talent. But the problem isn't the people that are doing these activities. The problem is the people who want everyone to support these activities. In some cases, it does include the people that are in the these activities. So for this particular podcast, you're going to get a long, drawn-out conversation about my take on women's sports, when it, where it comes from. My point of view, and if this will help or hurt professional sports in the future if we continue on this particular path that we're headed in at, at this moment. So, I, I might try to make this short and sweet um, 20, 20 to 30 minute podcast just to speak my mind, how I feel, what I'm seeing right now that's not helping. But this has to be said, and I know it's going to have a few parts. I have a few notes that I'm that I'm going to talk about. Um, Some people are going to say that the specific parts are wrong as far as how I feel about it. But I'll just say this now before I speak my mind. If I'm wrong, why isn't it working right now? If I'm wrong. On my points that I'm going to say from here on out, why isn't women's professional sports more popular? Why isn't women's collegiate sports more popular? Why is it there's there's so many girls' teams at the inner high level, the high school level, walking away? Like we we especially in the county that I work in, there's there's so many coaches who are I'll I'll say specialize in a different sport picking up girls sports right now that's not in the specialized area for them just because these girls need a coach and not specifically because it's the correct coach for them like there's people out here that are not willing to put in the time to help out young girls to get to the point where we see a great future for them and that's a problem for me Which is one of the reasons I wanted to start coaching girls basketball and not boys basketball. I believe that we have a a gym on our hands, but we're just not willing to put in the effort to make them gold, diamond, platinum. So they're just sitting around just accepting and being upset instead of doing the proper channels to make themselves so much better. So... You're going to get a nice little 20-minute conversation from me about this, and I'm going to take my notes, and I'm going to just ramble on for 20 minutes. Um, at any point that you guys feel that you disagree, please, the door is open. We can have a nice discussion, and we can settle a lot of things, man. So let's let's get this ad break going, and I'll be back in a few seconds, and we can get this going. All right, everybody, so let's get this going. Um, the first thing I want to add is um, if you do not like anything that I'm about to say, um, I apologize ahead of time, but it, it needs to be said, okay? Um, I really want women's sports to be at the level that it should be with the talent that is around in sports at the moment, and... I just think that it's being managed so badly, especially at the rate and the path that it was headed to at the very beginning. Um, most of my gripe in this podcast is going to be with the WNBA. Um, so just be forewarned. Um, My first gripe is the lack of promotion for the sport. Um, For me, women's basketball as a whole has been trying to sell its sexiness over the talent since around 2000... I don't know, 2008. There was a certain point in time where... WNBA games used to be halfway to almost sold out every time you went to the game, um, there was always promotion for season tickets, um, jerseys were sold at, like, foot action, foot locker, champ sports, and those places, um, but you don't see that anymore, um, and a lot of the women, their first gripe is nobody can go into any of these stores and find their jersey. Well, nobody can go online and find your highlights. So, so the main person I want to talk about today is, um, it's a, it was a statement put out at a press conference that... the the WNBA players were upset at the lack of jersey sales sold at, like, airports, um, sporting stores, things of that nature, outside of Dick's Sporting Goods. And if a person wanted to come to their city and buy a jersey from somewhere, the only place they could get it is from the actual event when they're playing. And or on on the WNBA shop. Now I'm going to just say this. I will be 100% honest. Most of the people who buy NBA and NFL jerseys buy jerseys when they go to the events or buy it online. I know me personally... I just got a commander's jersey, ordered it online, it's that simple, it's that easy, the sizes are available, I don't have to worry about driving to a specific spot and praying that they got my size. I've done that since I got out of college. Now, it's simple, it's easy, you don't have to pray that the store has your jersey. And in some cases, they'll have a jersey of a player that won't be in any 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 arena. Unless you go, I remember they used to have a Washington Redskins store that had a jersey for every single starter. But I haven't seen a Redskins store. In I don't know how long. Okay. Now, once again. This is me saying that this should not be an argument that the WNBA should be having. They should be pushing promotion to the younger kids because when it's all said and done, your money is made starting younger to older, not older to younger. It's just, it's just that. Literally. I remember the Mystics used to have $2 days, $5 days to get people in the stands for the games who can't afford to come to the games. Now, let's look at it this way. Yes, you might say Irvin. Why would they sell a ticket for $2 and $5? Like, they're losing money. The tickets are $20 and $30 right now, and nobody's there. For every $10, $2 tickets that you sell, you sell one ticket to a regular game. And you have about 100, 150 people just coming to these games. And in some places, 10,000 seat venues plus. I remember the first Mystics game I went to, the place was packed, extremely packed. And then I went away to school, and one summer I came back, tickets was cheaper, so I decided let me get a ticket to a game, me and my girl, and they had the top of then Verizon Center, in a full tarp. So I'm thinking to myself, Oh, what the hell? So, a friend of mine was the, uh, the equipment manager for the Mystics, and she told me, just couldn't sell tickets. So, they they used the top 400 seats for advertisement. That's, that's crazy. When just a few years before... They were selling every seat in the place and the games were exciting. It's not like the, the, the talent pool got worse, but like, I hate it when teams are great and that's when the seats get full support all the time. Like the Sacramento Kings have not made the playoffs since I was in high school. And for an entire season, they have sold more tickets than the entire WNBA as a whole. So, you can't say the product isn't good. The Kings have been good since I don't know when. What's the excuse? Please tell me. This this empty time is what you tell me. Please do. I don't I don't get it. Another thing. And me and my homegirl, who used to play basketball, got into a big argument about this. I said, it's upsetting to me that these women who want people to come see them play cannot even put up a post on Instagram about themselves. Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, you have all these people supporting you, and you, as a player, can't even put up a highlight of yourself. Like, these guys don't realize that if I see you do some amazing things, I'll come and support. That you see on their Instagram, their Facebook, their Twitter? But them half naked on the way to a game. Oh girl, you making a statement with that dress. They six figure fashion models. For four months out of the year, Which is fine you get more likes for your wear than you do your play. But you're upset that your pay is not on the same level. Make it make sense. Please. I got time. Me personally, I enjoy every women's basketball game I've attended. I think I only went to one bad one. That was back in the day when Charlotte Sting was around and they played the Sacramento Monarchs. And I think Don Staley was hurt. Might have been the only one I didn't like. But it's insane really, it is. I want better. I do. But in my eyes, the best way to promote is for you to promote your own damn self. Put yourself out there. Your biggest supporter is you. The Detroit Lions have never won a Super Bowl, but them motherfuckers keep selling. I think the Jaguars went winless and won one game. People still go to their game. Don't get me started on the Washington Redskins slash commander slash football team slash slash slash. Our owner had to fake numbers just to keep money in his pocket. But you want to know something? Every time I go on Instagram, guess what I see? A highlight from a commander. We are in training camp. And we're seeing stuff from these players. Training camp, not even a game. But this is what I'm saying. The promotion is not there. That's at the fault of the players. That's at the fault of the teams. And that's at the fault of the WNBA. You promote yourself. Sponsorships will come. You promote yourself. The people will come. You promote yourself. You will get what you are asking for. Now, me personally, I don't think a lot of these women that's in the league really value what they truly have in the WNBA. I'll give you an example. Candace Parker values what she has in the WNBA Sue Bird values what she has in the WNBA on the flip side players like Kaiser Gonrich yes you might not know that name but if I pull up a picture you'll know the picture It was at one point she had a bunch of pictures of her training for the league. But then all of a sudden, you just stopped seeing it. And what did you see? Her wearing halfway of nothing, promoting herself laying on the beach. All these million million dollar designers that she's wearing and all this other stuff. She got her butt done, her boobs done, her lips done. And just completely stop caring about basketball. Let's go to another one. Taya Cooper. Taya Cooper was extremely popular in the Wubble. Tea Cooper started progressively get better every single year. Now, I won't fully put her at the fault of the current situation that she's in. I will blame the sparks. But let's be honest. Everybody started talking about how beautiful she was. She started getting a whole bunch of modeling gigs. All of a sudden, basketball took a back seat. If you don't believe me, it's there. Like, look at it. Another person that doesn't see the value in the, in the WNBA. And it's a huge topic right now. Elizabeth Cambage. She's not even at the point where I can shorten her name right now. Because that's how upset I am with this woman. From the day she got drafted, she has been a headache. From the day she got drafted, this woman here, if she wasn't 6'8 and a very good player, would have been out of the league so long ago. Her mouth, and I'm not trying to sexualize this term, her mouth has wrote a check that her game cannot cash. And and if I'm the Los Angeles Sparks, I would have found a way to not pay her that $100,000 for the rest of her contract. Yes, she got paid $100,000 for two months of service. Something a lot of us cannot make in three years of service. Not saying me personally, but a lot of us are not making that in three years of service. She got it for simply saying, I don't want to be here. And after this point in time, if she claims mental health, it is official. We can never use mental health as an excuse ever again. It will take a serious case for us to believe that you have mental health because this is the poster child for a female that is using things just to get her way. Ever since she got her way out of Tulsa for playing after getting drafted and then came back when they moved to Dallas. I would have been done with her then. No excuses. I know she is a great player. She would have been out of there. If it was me. Now. She got another chance. All of a sudden. She didn't want to be there. And I'm trying to figure this out. She was with the Las Vegas Aces. Okay. The Las Vegas Aces is probably the loosest, funnest, the greatest environment that you can have in the WNBA, In from my eyes looking outside in. I've never heard a problem or a peep out of Vegas before and after she's been there. But she had a problem. So they let her go. They let her walk. Automatically, right there, I'm thinking to myself, okay, who's letting a 6'8", 220-pound beast that can go inside and out walk? And then we get to the Summer Olympics. Matter of fact, let's let's back up a little bit. Let's go to the Wubble. She didn't want to go to the Wubble. Now, for me... I totally understood that. I don't think I would have played in a bubble. But that's just me. Now, I'm looking back. I probably would have. I probably would have. But I don't know. For a person like me, I can't be closed in. Like, they couldn't leave the campus for two months. Three months, I think it was. I would have lost my mind. So she didn't go. Cool. I get it. But then she started talking bad about the Wubble. Then she started talking bad about the WNBA. So I'm like, dog. All you got to do is say, listen. I'm concerned about my health going in here. I'll wait till the next year. End the discussion. Nope. She ran her mouth. Now. Let's go to before she got to the Sparks, the Olympics. She specifically said something negative to the Nigerian basketball team during a scrimmage. Claimed she never said it. And the second she claimed she never said it, she was kicked off the team. You're not being kicked off the team if you don't do these accusations that have been coming out. There have been players on your team that said they won't comment because they didn't hear the entire quote, but it was something of that nature. You got directors who was on front row of that scene that was disappointed because they couldn't believe you said that. But until you clowned the top of the line, they was holding their tongue. And then all of a sudden, everybody said, yep, you know what? That's exactly what she said. If she could say this about me and I tried to defend her, well, guess what? I'm going to say everything that she's done. over." And they laid out a laundry list of things that she's done with the national team going back to 2006. She wasn't even on the national team in 2006. But they started piling out a list of things that Liz Cambage did, going back to 2006. That's insane. They dropped. They held back so. They held back so much stuff about this woman that made me think to myself, I can trust them because they had her back for all of these years. Never said a word until she denounced everything. It's ridiculous. Now we go into the Sparks. The day she signed and complained about her jersey number, I would have rethought the contract. I would have rethought the contract. Because I would have just said, listen, here we go again. The jersey number. Me personally, I would... I would want the number 14. 14 has been with me since I was 14. Actually, before that. So, for me, it's been a long-term thing. But if I'm in the NBA and somebody got 14 and and they knew the backstory and they probably had a similar backstory, guess what? I'm probably going to look at 41. I'm probably going to look at 5. I'll probably look at a jersey number that my mom had. 23 and 55. It's just a number. You're getting paid six figures for four months and you're complaining about a number. But this is what I'm saying, people. It's a lost cause, dog. But guess where her promotion is coming from right now? Only fans, she just put up a picture once she got released in a bathing suit and a top that basically covers the little circles on her chest. It's not the promotion that you need, yo. It's not. Next thing I want to talk about with these women's leagues, high and low. Honestly, 100%. We cannot talk bad about these leagues. And what I mean is, just because it doesn't fit your excitement doesn't mean it needs to be changed. Oh, man. This is good sport. But could you imagine if they wear shorter uniforms? Why are you talking bad about the league, man? It's just a uniform. Oh, man, this is a great thing. But I think it'd be more exciting if they lowered the rim. That's not basketball. Basketball is not just dunking. Oh, man, dog. I was watching a soccer match, dog, and and this girl did something crazy. But I can't watch this because the score ended up one nothing. What? To me, that sounds like a great defensive game. Oh, man. Like, uh, I was trying to watch the girls track and field, but it doesn't match up to the guys. It's because they're not guys. They're not guys. Guys. Oh, man, softball is cool, dog, but I mean, softball would be much better if they if they change the uniforms. So you want softball players to not wear pants so that they slide and get these big red gashes on their legs. Now, the problem is most of the bad talk is always about uniforms. Well, you had the lingerie football league. Nobody went and saw that. And I thought that was just disgusting. People just went and saw the women twerking instead of them playing football. It's a football league. If you want to see that, go to a strip club on a special night of the week. But that's what I'm saying. Like, We cannot talk bad about the situations that we have because it doesn't fit you. I don't know how many times I've heard people say the women need to play on a nine-foot basket. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So, you want all these high schools, these colleges, these pros to adjust the rim just because... You wanted to see them dunk? Like, that's frustrating to me. Dunking is not basketball. I'm going to jack your car. Dunking is not basket. Is dunking exciting? Yes. But for a guy who used to do a bunch of dunks, there's only a certain amount of dunks that excite me. Two points is two points. I get excited over a great defensive play over a dunk. I get excited for somebody coming out of nowhere and blocking a shot, then a dunk. Oh, dude, if a shorty could do a crossover move like Kyrie, it'd be crazy. Listen, Erica Wheeler has done many Kyrie moves. Back in the day, Ivory Lotta used to be quick with the, with the with the one two. Simone Augustus in and out step back used to be disgusting. Like it's there, people. You're just not watching. That's the problem. You're not watching, so you don't know. You're so busy talking talking bad about a situation because you don't know what's good. We need to stop talking bad, man. We really do we really do and last but not least man I need to talk about us the people that's listening to my podcast the people who need to be buying these tickets listen. Rule number one about everyone being human. Like what you like. Do not hate what someone else likes. I will never force anyone to attend a WNBA game. I will never force anyone to go to an NWSL game. I will never force anyone to go to a college women's basketball game. But guess what? I love it. So I will support it. I won't force you to support it if you don't like it. That is not my job. That's what makes us human. We all like what we like. Everyone does not like the exact same thing that I like. You might like one thing that I like. But I can name four of the things you might not like. I enjoy jazz music. You might not. My, my little nephews have got me to listen to country music. You might not. I enjoy basketball. The skill of basketball. You enjoy the highlights of basketball. That's not the same thing. But when we have supporters out here that are saying we need to do this for the league and they're not putting their money where their mouth is, it's a waste of time. You're wasting your time and you're wasting ours. Think about this. How many women pushed out saying that we need to support the WNBA but we've never seen them at a WNBA game. Not one. Okay, well, Irvin, they might be too busy, blah, blah, blah. They're not talking about them getting league pass. You don't see them walking around supporting them wearing their jerseys. Where is your support? I'll admit, I had a Shemeco Hosec Jersey. And guess what happened? Somebody stole it. It happens. And I got the new Mystics Rise shorts. Them things is crazy. I love them. But this is what I'm saying. I'm talking about myself. Where are you all at? These women need to stick together, people. They don't exist. These are the people that's at the front of the line when it's ready to talk about when we're ready to march. But at the back of the line, when it's time to put $3 for a ticket. I'm going to a WNBA game tomorrow. Me and another coach. On our women, on our girls' team in high school, decided let's let's put something together for the girls to go to a WNBA game. We're doing this during the season. We put something together and got free tickets to go to the Maryland Turpins game, the women's game. We're doing this. We got we wanted them to see what they could accomplish at a certain level. I got a few girls in the open gyms for colleges in the ninth and tenth grade so they can see what they where they need to go to get to the next level. It starts from stage one, people. like the mystics are selling ten dollar tickets right now. Nobody's going. Ten dollars. You just spent 15 on a sandwich at Burger King. But this is what I'm saying. The lack of support. Lack lack of support. It's not that bad. Y'all are willing to pay $80 for a ticket in the NBA to see the Sacramento Kings. The Washington Wizards, who are trash. Did you pay $10 or less to go see the Mystics, the Sparks, the Storm, the Mercury, the Sun? It's your fault. It's not mine. In my eyes, you're paying less to get a better product. You just won't see Dunks? Sorry. But I'm going to end this short podcast on this, man. Listen, let me tell you something. Everyone is at fault for where the women are when it comes to sports like the WNBA, basketball as a whole. I mean, we just have to go. You have to go. You can't just say we need something and the finances are not there. You have to go. If you truly support, you have to go. I don't care if it's only one high. Like a lot of us spend money doing nothing. If that's the case, get a $10 ticket and just stay home. I'm just saying. Y'all might not like what I'm saying, but this is what's here. Listen, and all my friends as well that's in the D.C. area, in a month, I'm going to get the schedule for my girls team. I want any and any one of you guys just to come to one game, $5, JV and Varsity. You get two games for $5. Support my girls, man. Wear your green, wear your white. Show them that you can support, man. Show them that there's people out there that's willing to, to help them get better. There's a lot of these girls that want to get better. I got one that literally, her ninth grade year last year, she just felt like she, she every day she came to me, she never even realized why I picked her on the team. But I saw something. And what happened? She got more confidence in herself. She gained more friends. She was able to project herself, be be a better person from just making a girls basketball team that's step one so now she calls me every day coach you know i want to do this when the season comes up what do i need to work on coach i know you're bugging me that my left hand isn't well but you you know thank you for getting on me for getting better coach you know what i'm saying my shot is this this and this coach what do i need to do literally this is everyday conversations between me and her how do i get better what do i need to do to get better And then soon school starts up, the first thing she says is, listen, I'm starting to realize that some of the things that you talk about in practice, I'm using in everyday life and it's making me, uh, you know, project myself more. You know, that that talk that you had with me the other day, you know, that helped me out in class. That talk that you had the, the other day with me, it made me respect the people that are around me a little bit more. Because I'm putting time into everything that I want to do for these people, especially these young girls who just feel like everything is handed to them, I'm showing them that take the things that are handed to you and make a garden. I literally had a girl on my team that couldn't afford proper sneakers. So what did I do? I was working at Nike over the summer. I donated her some shoes. Everybody at my job got together, pitched in $10. We got her a couple pairs of shoes. One for practice, one for the games. Literally, like, a lot of people have to, I don't want to say have a handout, but a lot of people have to have certain support for themselves. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. Like, literally, we have to start at the ground floor to get women's sports in a better place. Right now, we're digging ourselves our own grave because women's sports is not getting projected as it should be. And this is where I keep saying I start floating off and start just blurting out stuff. I'm off my list now. Women's sports needs to be 10 steps ahead right now. And it's, it's two steps behind. Like, I guarantee if I pull up my Instagram right now in any of the women's professionals that I follow, I follow soccer, basketball, softball. I guarantee it won't have nothing to do with their game. They don't even really have to promote themselves that often. They can literally put up a highlight once a month, once a week. I'm not talking about something due every day. I think the only person that I've seen put up highlights of in game stuff is Ariel Powers, Alicia Casio. Every time you turn around, they got something going on with them in the game. Now, Area Powers, like, recently she started throwing in some, some stuff that, you know, some she got a fashion designer to hook her up before games and stuff like that. But she's showing highlights of her games. Highlights of her teammates in games. But you don't see that from everybody else, man. You just don't. Like, where's your promotion? Like, they quick to say, man, I got so many fans. They come in the game. They love us. Well, where's where's your support? We need to be making more money. Well, you need to play longer than four months in the States. But the crazy thing is, if you look at women's sports in Europe and Asia, it's insane. You cannot pull up a women's basketball game From a top tier league in Europe and Asia without the place going nuts. Packed. Korea, China, Russia, Spain, France, Portugal, UK, Poland, Turkey. Every game's there are packed in the top tier levels. Our only league. It's not packed here. And I'm going to end this there, man. I'm going to end it. Make the groundwork for your home. Fix everything else after that, man. Appreciate you guys, man. If you guys have anything to say, follow me on Twitter, Big Earth 716 Send me a message. I'll get that. I'll holler back at you guys next time, man. Peace out.